Hello and welcome back. This is the 32nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. And today we are presenting the Gospel with a situation surrounding marriage. So I thought I'd begin by just telling you something of the marriage customs of first century Israel, which were very different from what we are used to in our time. So back in that time when our Lord Jesus was alive, a bride was betrothed to her husband, but continued after the betrothal to live with her family. According to law, both religious as well as civil, if they ever made that distinction then, the couple were considered to be married, but they did not live together. Betrothal was something like our engagement, but not an equal to it. And sometimes that causes some confusion, particularly when we read in the Gospel that Our Lady, Mary, was betrothed to Joseph. They were married. Mary was not a single mother or an unmarried mother. So after the betrothal, the bride and the bridegroom continued to live in their family homes with their parents. At the appointed time, usually after the bridegroom had had some months or weeks maybe, to build and prepare a house for them to live in, then he came ceremoniously to claim his bride and would escort her to the wedding feast. They would be accompanied by the bride's parents the bride's family and friends. And waiting for them at the bridegroom's father's house, where the wedding celebration would happen, would of course be the groom's parents, family and friends. So this is the background to the parable about the last judgment that we hear in today's Gospel. So you might be asking, well, what are these ten virgins or ten bridesmaids to do with the marriage ritual and customs? Well, you see, it was the role of the unmarried women to welcome the newly married couple to the bridegroom's home after the wedding celebrations. It was their responsibility to be awake and ready. To do otherwise, like not bringing extra oil for their lamps, was not just considered to be somewhat disorganised, but rather to shirk their responsibility. And that's the key part for us. Those five, sometimes called foolish, virgins shirked their responsibility. In the parable symbolism, Christ is the bridegroom who has come as God and man, to fulfil God's ancient promise to join himself forever to his chosen people, just as a husband cleaves to his wife, leaving the home of his parents. The ten virgins or bridesmaids represent us, the members of the church. And to continue the marriage terminology and analogy, all of us were betrothed to Christ, in holy baptism. And we are meant to live lives of holiness and devotion, to be alert and wake, 
sorry, to be alert and awake when he comes to lead us to the heavenly wedding banquet, both at our own particular death and at the general judgment at the end of time. In these last few weeks of the Church's liturgical year, our attention is turned through the scripture readings of the Sacred Liturgy towards the end times, when Christ will come again to judge the living and the dead and fully establish his kingdom. Although Christ is already present on earth in his church, his reign as universal king is still only partial and yet to be fulfilled. When he comes again at the end of time, Christ will make everything subject to him. And this will happen when he returns to earth with power and great glory. And then there will be realised the new heavens and a new earth, in which there will be complete justice and unbreakable love and peace. Now, of course, this hasn't happened yet. So we live, we exist in an era of waiting and watching. It certainly is an era of difficulty, of suffering, of trial and distress. A time when evil is allowed to operate. A time when evil powers are allowed to attack the church, both from within, causing confusion and division, and also from without, as when the church is sidelined in society, when its buildings are attacked and desecrated, and when its members are vilified and even killed. In this time that we live, the reign of Christ is under attack by evil powers. And this is why we pray daily for Christ's kingdom to come, and why we also come to Mass, which is a haven from the storms. The parable of the wise and foolish bridesmaids should also remind us that each one of us, no matter what our age, can live wise or foolish lives. Sacred Scripture and the teachings of the Church remind us of the responsibility we have to make good use of the freedom that God has given us. The freedom that belongs to our human nature can be used for self-gratification, for doing what we want, for sin, that is, for being foolish. But there is also the call to conversion, that is, to constantly align ourselves and our lives to Christ. This is the call to wisdom, wisdom which is ever available to us through the Holy Spirit who abides with us. Christ told us, and I quote his words, to enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. 
like the ten bridesmaids in the parable, we know neither the day nor the hour when our death will come. And the Lord and the Lord then will call us to account for our life. Until then it will be for our eternal benefit to follow his advice and be alert constantly and fully prepared when he returns, so that we may merit to enter with him into the marriage feast and be numbered among the blessed, and not like the foolish five to be locked out and not even recognised by the Lord. Praised be Jesus Christ and Mary Immaculate.